Hello everybody and welcome to Into the Snowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel. We are live and in charge. I am your host, Eli McKegg. Joining me as always, he is the Christian Harloff to my Mark Ellis. He is Luke Sutter. Luke, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Welcome to our first live show. So we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we. I, I skipped the intro of saying, like, hey, you can like this video and subscribe and do all that niceness because we're live. You can still do that, even in the delay, in the, you know, the tape delay. You can still do that there, but we're live. So you can just chat us up right here, right now, if you want to. I just personally retweeted and liked it so who, let's see who else likes to join the chat also if you've noticed i'm not in my room or i'm not in any room that is similar to any room that i have been in prior the reason for that ladies and gentlemen is that i am currently live from los angeles I am in L.A. Los if we, Angeles. Yep. If we have any fans that live in L.A., if you want to say hi, come on, say hi. I'm probably going to be wearing a mask. You might not be able to recognize me. But if you if you somehow find a short man that looks a little bit like this, even if it's just from here up, say hi. I want to I want to I want to meet our fans. I want to meet our fans if we have any. Also, if there's any Smodown personality that likes our show and just wants to say hi to me. You can do that too. <laughs> yeah. Ho hopefully they want to join you. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking about going to Scum and Villainy whenever I can. Like right now, I'm just I've fully decided to stay in for the rest of today because I'm running on maybe like a few minutes of sleep. Like literally, literally everybody right before we started the show, my laptop didn't like change the time zones. So my brain was freaking out that it was about to hit six o'clock Pacific time when I hadn't even taken a nap or anything. So my brain was like, what happened? Did I take a nap that I didn't notice when I was editing another video that only took me like three minutes to edit? What happened? Well well, you kept rushing, and I was just like, why are you rushing? We have to, like, six. What are you doing? Look, I'm just so used to starting the show at five. That's all. That's usually when we record. It's around five when we record. But, hey, we're, we're just doing it live here. We're doing it live because Luke wanted it to be a little bit easier on me. So here we are. Do it live, to quote, to quote Bill O'Reilly. We're doing it live! <laughs> And that's the only so, time you're ever going to hear me reference Bill O'Reilly, ever. Well, in saying that, let's go ahead and move on to our first section. And what is our first segment today, buddy? Our first segment is Rookie of the Week. Luke, who is our Rookie of the Week? Rookie of the Week is uh, Marie Wilson. Or yes, how Marie. I said it yesterday, Macy Williams. Yes. Yay, I know, right? Nice hey, to Jake. see Jake. So great. I'm sorry. I got distracted when I saw Jake's name pop up. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> you awesome. distracted me. Anyway, You're welcome. yes, Marie Wilson. I almost said Marie Williams. Marie Wilson is our rookie of the week. Yesterday, when Luke was trying to get everything set up, he said Maisie Williams. That 
chuckled my bone, I can tell you that. But anyway, Marie Wilson is our Rookie of the Week because of everything that she's done this week. Also, we're at the start of the Star Wars tournament. I wanted to showcase a Star Wars player for Rookie of the Week. And Marie Wilson, she played in the first Star Wars tournament and was great. She had a great yes. first match against... Who was her first match this season? Oh, man. I can't remember. this. The, the start of the season feels like it was a millennia ago. So much has happened. So much I has know, happened right? since the beginning of the season to now. Um, but also, we wanted to shout her out for her Dragon Con win. Congratulations, yes. Marie. Winning Dragon Con, I think, the second year in a row? Yes. I think yes, that's what it was. second year in a row. It was also the first... This year was the first year that it had two women on the panel. So, like, of the third, second, and first, that was the first time. So, congratulations to Marie and Molly for getting on the desk. And, of course, Alex was going to get on the desk because he's Alex. <laughs> Which is funny thinking about Dragon Con because that sort of leads into our manager and player of the week. But All let's right. go with our manager of the week first. Is that the for next one? Yep. Our next one is Kate Mulligan. Kate Mulligan, the, the den mother herself, is our manager of the week. Now, earlier in the week, Luke, because Luke gets to see all the matches basically before I do. Like I I literally have to wait until midnight to even watch any of them. This week is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to try to do some of them live so that everyone else can watch me fail miserably. Well, in you know. live in- <laughs> but he already had an idea that he was going to choose Kate. Whilst I was over here saying like, I don't know. I'm not feeling confident about Kate because of the match against Saul, she really didn't do anything, in my opinion. That one, she was more just typical Kate of, oh, I don't really need to coach him. He's great on his own. I'm He's going to do great. But it was really the Thomas Harper match that sold it for me, for Kate, because she was very much making sure that Thomas did not feel discouraged. She made sure that his head was in the game. Like, that's what swayed it for me. I believe Kate managed Thomas perfectly in that title match. And speaking of Thomas Harper, our player right, of the week. We go into, wait, before we go into that, let me okay. do my thoughts on Kate before we move on. I had a great segue um, though. I know, but you, you gotta let me talk sometimes, buddy. I will. <laughs> but no, honestly to me, the reason why I went with Kate was yes, you are right. She didn't do as much with Saul, but that's the point. She knows exactly what to say to Saul because Saul's already coaching himself in his head. And so Mm -hmm. Kate's just like, I'm going to step back, let him do his thing, and I'll sit back and watch. I'll remind him I'm here for him, but he is already coaching himself in his head. It's also interesting for Saul. I'm sorry for interrupting, but I, I, I watched the interview that he had with Certain Point of View, which... Jake was there. He he did the interview. Such a good show. But, Such a good yeah, show. So good. We will forever shout out um, certain point of view, no matter what. But he did the interview of saying, like, after that collision loss, that very much lit a torch in him to, like, um, work with the team. And so it was great hearing that after that loss, that's what motivated Saul to, like, 
be in the study sessions with the team, probably work on strategies with the team. So it was, it was great to hear that in him again, like no one in the den has anything negative to say about Kate. Like no, I bet no. you could go to the Finsock exchange or the dungeon or like, those are the only two I can think of that. Like someone could probably say something negative about the managers, but Kate has never, I, not once have I heard anything negative about Kate. And I think if she wasn't this far behind in the faction points, I would want her in the den to be near the top. If she wasn't this oh, yeah. far behind, I mathematically, I don't think it's going to be possible for her to win. I don't know. I, I can't do the math. She'd have to literally win. All of her players would have to win every single match if she wanted well, to win. Hey, you never know. I, yeah. I, I'm, I think it'll be interesting to see the rest of our season. But in saying that, let's move on to our player of the week. And that is Thomas, Thomas Harper. Harper. The major, the new Star Wars Smowdown champion. It was so funny during when I was watching this match and I was reacting to it, which it will go up eventually. I just need to edit it. Look, just there's been a lot. <laughs> there's been a lot since I first watched it to now. Um, it was so interesting watching the match and then thinking back to our interview with him because I just yeah. remember thinking to myself, I remember him telling us that he was not focusing on Dragon Con at all. And he was just all of his focus was in this match. And you can tell. Sure, he stumbled oh, yeah. a bit in round one, but that's steel in round two. That's steel in round two. We'll go more in depth with it in our recap, but that steel is what sealed the deal. Well, Ooh, that rhymed. With, <laughs> well, the thing with Thomas this round or this match was he never gave up. I felt like he, when he stumbled, I think that got him a little bit. Started mm -hmm. tripping up a little bit because, you know, that's nerve-wracking. It gets you a It bit. got him a little yeah. bit in the speed round as well. Well, that's why in those moments, that's the first time I've actually seen Thomas human, and that's when Kate came in. That's why I yeah. gave it to Kate for manager of the week. And we'll dive more into his match when we go into the recap. Yeah. And saying that, thank Thomas Harper, congrats on being our player of the week. We do not pick these lightly. No, we sometimes we do not. don't even pick. We don't even pick the title. Uh, no, there and there are sometimes that there will be a player so dominant that they get a TKO, and we're like, no, we're not picking the person that got a TKO. Honestly, if I knew whoever was going to win this title match was probably going to be our player of the week, because of course this match was like amazing and i knew it was going to be amazing however my second pick was going to be janine really my third pick and it was going to be in it it was a close third like like it was so close was james white because james white proved me wrong yeah you know no, and by the way you won this week you won the week you yes. got a point <laughs> i'll take it yeah, you uh, got a point. Oh, you do know we're also live on Twitter at the moment as well. Yes, we are live on Twitter and we are live here on YouTube. So no matter what, you can 
You can tweet at us. You can go into the comments of the YouTube section. That's that's all. That's all you need to do. If we had a Twitch, oh, yeah. we'd probably be live on Twitch as well. <laughs> well, I mean, saying I that, let's go. Let's move on into the recap. The first match yes. was Saul versus Moose Hawes. What do you think of this match? It was man. That round one was really good, and uh-huh. those were really hard questions. Not for Saul. But for me and Moose, they were very hard questions. I think I was, for, for round one, I think I was just a point above Moose. Mm. I think what sealed oh, wow. the deal for this match was the Superman category. If Saul, Saul got Spinner's choice and he picked Superman, done. And then yeah. Moose getting... Scores and soundtracks, or opponent's choice, which then Saul said, "Oh, you're getting scores and soundtracks." That that killed him. That killed it. That ended the match. So like that, like Moose would have had like he fought hard to get out of that bad de- deficit to make sure it didn't end in a knockout, but he was fighting an uphill battle like full on. Even if he got his five pointer right, Saul would have only had to have gotten his two pointer to win. Here's something I wanted to ask you, and I just thought this was interesting. I've not really heard many people talk about it. Did you almost feel like Gucci gave up on Moose? Yes. I mean, it, very it, much it felt like after he got opponent's choice, which, again, I think once you get opponent's choice and you don't do good in it, I I won't say they're giving up. I'm just saying, like, it's hard, even as the player – knowing that you like had a very bad round two because of opponent's choice and your opponent nearly beat you via knockout to get your head back into the game. And I think that's what happened with Moose and with Tom Dagnino. Like they were both like our heads are no longer in the game. Like all we can do is try to make him answer a question and that is it. And he wasn't able to do that. And that's, again, that's weird. That Spinner's choice and opponent's choice really sealed the deal. Sure, but Saul getting 8 out of 10 when Moose only got 5 out of 10? Mm, Yeah. This was not Moose's best game. No, no, not at all. I hope to see Moose next season. Oh, yeah, and here's the thing, too. Saul is scary. We're getting Saul versus Parker. Let me ask you this. On the 25th. Is Saul at Mike level? I don't know. I don't know. I'll find out after the five rounder. That, if that, he plays, if Saul plays that speed round or that buzzer round, like on the same level or on par as Mike, I could see. I would. Pro, I would say there's a high probability that he's on Mike's level. As of right now, I don't know. I need to know that buzzer round. The buzzer round is what really is going to seal the deal to determine if Saul is on Mike's level. Because Mike with the buzzer is like, whoa. It's sort of why I'm looking forward to uh, recorded. No, that match, the Saul Parker match will be recorded on the 25th. Okay. So along with. Along with Kalinowski and Moses, as well as Rick Raddis and Frankie Alvarez. Oh, let's three see. big matches. Did you see the video from Spin from the Real where they not. had? Oh my goodness, you've got to watch it. 
Like I, I'm not gonna play it here because we try to keep the show clean. But <laughs> oh my goodness, you had Frankie was it between... dress. Go ahead, Frankie. Frankie dressed up as Ricky the Rash Radis, mm-hmm. and uh, they called on Rick Radis on, and basically Radis was calling out R- Frankie's family, and Frankie oh. got ticked. Frankie Whoa. got ticked. You don't well, do that. it was well. I you could tell the way he was doing it. He was more. It was more the idea of. Frankie, where um, I hope you you got tickets for your your family to see you loot. Like just just really agging them on, and Frankie mm-hmm. got ticked. But I do feel like it was a, a bit of a um, sh- I think it was a little bit real, but also a little bit showman. Yeah. Frankie did good. Frankie did very well in that. I think the match you're going to see two excellent performers, but also players. Yeah. I'm so, I'm very much looking for that looking forward to that match because that's that's a match that because when that wasn't announced for the tournament I think everyone was like well what about Radis versus Alvarez because you basically promised us that match like what about yeah. what's that match and now we're getting it it's just outside of the tournament I think that'll be a good match I'm happy to get an outside tournament match just because yeah. you know it's kind of fun to get those I hope so, brother Lomas saying that, get let's one. move on to the next match. And it is Janine the Machine versus a Z-Man Zipper. And okay. we got some controversy in this one. Yeah, let's let's go straight to that. Because I think... And, I mean, I also want to talk about Br- the Brittany Young match as well as this one at the same time. Because it deals with the but, benefit of the doubt rule. Well, let, let's talk about the two matches. And then we'll talk about the benefit of the doubt rule after the two okay, matches. Okay, so Zipper was very strong out of round one. Like I legitimately thought that he might win after round one, <laughs> but then man, it's so bad when, cause I, I, it hurt me. I did the exact same thing he did where it was like, Oh, what's that movie from the sixties where the kid says, please, sir, may I have some more? And I was like, Oh, Oliver twist. And then it hit me like a few seconds after I said Oliver Twist. I'm like, no, it's Oliver. Oliver's the musical. Uh, that's, I think that's one of the things. I wonder, man, if he had his challenge, I wonder if they would have challenged that. Do benefit of the doubt rule. Uh, yeah. See, that's why benefit of the doubt is so interesting. Anyway, <laughs> um, so going out of round number two, Zip. Zippers behind, or they're close, like very close. And then just Janine is able to pick up the pieces and get the win. Yeah. Moving yeah, on honestly, against either Mike or Paul. Honestly, Janine played excellent. Other than the benefit of the doubt role, she played an excellent game. And yeah. I was extremely impressed with how she played. All right. Yeah. Well, it, this, we can talk more in a second after the benefit we talk about of the this doubt. Next match. The benefit of the doubt rule is very much these next two matches. Oh, yeah. Brittany Young versus James White. All throughout before this match, I was very vocal. Even in Spin from the Real, I was very vocal on how I'm, I've never been impressed by James White. He did not impress me when he first started in the online trivia leagues. He did not impress me. It's just one of those things where it's just 
James White has never been someone that impressed me. This match pr- impressed me. He impressed me in yeah. this match. I agree. Honestly, he, was he played a great game. He played a great game. He was perfect in round num- number one. I can't remember if he was perfect in round number two. But I he he played one heck of a game, and I'm not going to take that away from him. No. So Brittany, it sucks to see her. I know only she's so being, happy. She's, she's so such a good. fun, fun per- person. She's so fun. I want her I to be her. in more stuff. I do too. I love watching her in general, and I hope she just keeps going. I hope she yeah. keeps coming around, and you know, as time I feel goes like on, she could she be. Was. I feel like she could be a personality that's always staying in the schmodown. Yeah. Faction so, and no in, faction. In saying that, before we get into the benefit of the doubt. It looks like we got some more people joining the show. If you would, please like and comment on this show. Also, please start commenting in the live chat. We would love to hear your opinion on our interesting conversation we're about to have. Yeah, get get ready, everybody. We're about to go benefit of the doubt rule conversation. Let's, do you want to do that now, start... or do you want to wait after? No, no the let... benefit of the doubt rule is very much important for these two matches. Okay, so... The, ben- the benefit of the doubt rule has been brought up multiple times recently. But the main two instances recently have been the Raya the Last Dragon versus Raya and the Last Dragon and the Beauty Shop versus Beauty Shop. The Beauty Shop versus Beauty Shop being Brittany Young. Whereas, like, it was a challenge that the Beauty Shop is the wrong answer because there was a movie in 1922 called The Beauty Shop. But then Roxy threw back at it as saying, like, well, she knew the answer. The benefit of that rule should be in her favor. And they didn't award it to Brittany, which, okay. And then, but Raya the Last Dragon, in my opinion, should not have been accepted. But they gave it to her due to benefit of the doubt. And the reason why I say it should not have been accepted, because I do not remember a time. And, again, historians can correct me. Brian Nussbaum, Frank Janish, all of them can correct me, but I do not remember a single instance when a conjunction was not included in the movie title and they gave them the point. Well, I look at a conjunction as separate from an article, like and a and the conjunction is and but yet, however, so. Like, look, I'm going full English teacher here, and I'm not even well, an English teacher. Well, here's my thing, and this is might be an interesting conversation to go about. The question at the end of the day is, what is the schmodown? Is it a mm-hmm. show or is it a sport? Because if you go specific for a show, it actually loses the fun, some of these uh, yeah. challenges. They actually lose the fun. But now, and but then, now I have... Go ahead. I'm I'm rudely interrupting. No, you're good. But that's why I say, like, when... With the benefit of the doubt rule, I actually, for the Raya question, I feel that it was handled correctly. She knew what the movie was. She was coming about it. It was a small part. If it was an inner geekdom match or a Star Wars match, I feel differently. I feel completely differently. They would not have have gone her way. Trust me right. when I say in fandom fights, the multiplex entertainment geek division, there's a Disney animation category. 
if she would not have written Raya and The Last Dragon, she would not have gotten the points. Then again, most of the people in the online trivia league would have looked at it and said, no, she got the title wrong. Well, I think in this case, and I know people might disagree with me, and that's fine. If you do, please let us know in the comments. But I think for this case, I think Mark did the right thing. I think if you go mm -hmm. too specific, then the show is no longer a show. It ju is just the sport aspect. And I'm feeling from the community that they want it to be the sports. But I'm feeling it from Christian and the show aspect. They want it back at the show. The show, mm -hmm. it needs to be a show. If you look at the... And I know you shouldn't always look at views, but we do. Um, looking at the view counts when it was just a show and wasn't digital, it got so much better views, so much better comments, stuff like that. And that's why I felt like Collision was so popular because it was not just. That oh, dude, it's you not keep hard on going. To... Okay. You keep on going. Um, I'm just like when uh, when you look at the show. At Collision, it was very exciting. It was, it was fun. I think everyone's excited about it. And so, if you go too specific in singles and teams, then you just become so technical that it's no longer a show and it becomes unfun. I think Mark did the right thing, but it all goes down to what is the Schmodown today. And I know there, it's a mix. I know they always say this is a mix between wrestling and trivia. But at the end of the day, the question is, what is the Schmodown? And that's the question that I think Christian is still trying to answer. I think the community is trying to answer. I think the, our, the after shows, they want it to be a sport. That's where they're leaning towards. I don't know if that's the route Christian is willing to go with it. And mm -hmm. I don't blame him for that because he, he wants it to be a show. He wants it to be fun. He wants the storylines. He wants the excitement, the the character work he misses those things but if you go too specific then you take those things away i think we are slowly getting to the point where we need to redefine what the schmodown is it is not sports it is not entertainment it is sports entertainment you know like the wwe yes. like the wwe calls itself sports entertainment Christian needs to start. I know he hates that phrase, or he probably hates that phrase, but he needs to start understanding that's what the Schmodown is now. It is sports entertainment. Now, going away from that, what were your thoughts on the Brittany Young decision? The Brittany Young decision, please uh, remind me. I remember it briefly, it was, but go ahead and remind me. It was what was the 2005 Queen Latifah spinoff movie? of okay. the barbershop franchise. The, the official title is Beauty Shop. James White wrote Beauty Shop. Brittany Young wrote The Beauty Shop. Knowing full well that when she's writing The Beauty Shop, she's talking about the Queen Latifah movie. Shannon comes in to challenge. Phone in hand, by the way. I didn't know that was legal, but phone in hand. Look, this is going to be the only time I ever criticize Shannon. So I feel like I'm allowed to like have one thing. Because I don't think managers should be allowed to be holding their phones during a match, even if it's just to double-check something. Like, hmm, wait, is that the right answer? Let me, let, me, let me double-check. 
and then like, wait, 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 I, I just looked it up, um, this. But that's sort of what happened, and it was very obvious, like, like The Beauty Shop is a movie that came out in 1922, and we're not going to award her the points. But then you look at how she'd answered it, she knew what movie she was talking about. Like Roxy saying benefit of the doubt rule. I'm like, yeah, that one works because she knows what movie she's talking about. Like benefit of doubt. She's talking about the Queen Latifah movie, not the one from 1922. Strangely, and this might sound weird to say this in this case, I don't think he sh she should have got the points. And, and it goes against what I said in the last match. It really does. But due to the fact of, it being the beginning of the the movie title. It being the beginning of the movie title changes the movie title. Ha but doesn't look Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. I know, but Batman, then, the Batman. Don't get me uh, that's, started because I mean, if if we that, get into Batman, then we gotta go Batman sixty six. Look, that Saul one, that Saul one, I would have challenged that. I would have challenged it because he just wrote Batman and sure. It would have probably gone in his favor. Like, well, he wrote Batman. It's good assumption that he meant Batman 1989. But then I, my challenge would have been like, he could be talking about Batman 66. He never specified which Batman it is. Well, but even there though, you have to go off the title not just that. Those are not part of the title. I mean, those are not the title, but that you helps distinguish who's that. what's what. Yes, but that's not the question. It's the question is what's the title, and so he goes with the title. So no, I I would go against that challenge. He gave the the actual title, the not, the dates that we give. That's just generic that we as fans have given the title of the name, but it's not the title of the movie. But again, like just I don't know. It's just one of those things. I feel like. Because they've never even talked about that 1922 movie. They've never once had a question about the beauty shop. True, but I felt in this this case, I also, I did feel weird about Shannon bring having her phone out. I don't think she should have done that. No, I I don't like that. I because your issue is now that has to be addressed mm -hmm. now. What is keeping all managers from doing that? And what? Why weren't they doing this in studio? Why? I mean, you've never really seen this happen in studio. This because is the first the rule, time you've really seen it. Because the rule is always managers hands up, please hands up, managers. Because they can see them. It's like whenever yeah. we're in a call, but we ha but you have someone waiting in the green room. They like you can see them, yes. and. Like, if they're having to say, managers, keep your hands up so we can see them. And then she's on her phone, like, trying to, like, look up if The Beauty Shop is a movie without beauty or The Beauty Shop is a movie versus just Beauty Shop. Then it's one of those things where it's like, that just sent to precedent. Well, and the, your issue there, too, is your reasoning for hands up is so that you can't put anything, type anything out for the competitor but mm -hmm. you can still do that with your phone so when you have your phone out like it or not you can't fully trust that they're not sending like, them something on screen like i could send you a text if you're in a match 
and I'm holding my phone and I'm saying, no, I'm just double checking something. I'm just and double checking. I could in have case my phone count. sitting in front of me and where my phone's sitting in front of me and I can see the text messages when they come. Now, are we saying Shannon would ever do that? No, no we no, are not. No. We are saying with that, what she did, that sets a precedent. And if other people can do it, like if she can do it, then other people can do it. And there may be some people, again, we're not pointing fingers at anyone. We're just no. saying there may be an instance where a manager might want to do that. I really, w if I were Christian, I would say, especially for digital matches, I would lean against a, a manager from being able to do that. I really would because that, it's just, it's dangerous to me. It, mm -hmm. it really is because it makes people can question the way Roxy reacted to it. I mean, Roxy was not happy seeing it. No. And I don't I wasn't her. happy. No, because honestly, in that case, and you know me, I love Shannon, and I think she's a great manager, I, and she would never do anything. It's not, we know she wouldn't do anything, but it makes a precedent, it looks bad on her, and I just, ugh, it, it's tricky, it's really tricky yeah. seeing that, because it looks, it looks bad on Shannon, mm -hmm. so, I mean, if anyone has a different opinion, please comment in the in and the I comments, know she's probably going to be like in character saying, I don't care what you have to say about what I did. I did it to help my, my player. It's like, sure, you can say that, but at the same time, you have to realize the ramifications of that. Well, and it, it is something that needs to be addressed. I think Christian needs to be very specific on this one mm -hmm. because honestly, if you have your phone out it and we don't, assume anything but it how easy could it be for a manager to text an answer like, to a competitor like a like a sam sam yeah. is so good because he's been a player he could text a player easily the answer and again we're not saying sam it. would do that we're just saying it's a possibility that it could happen if he wasn't the way he is and how serious he is about playing the game he could it's just, it's one of those, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it is. It's its tricky. It's a tricky thing to go about. I, I hate that we even have to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. That's why I would lean against doing it because it's just, it, you're right, it leaves a precedent. It's, it's questions can be asked, things can happen. So in saying that, let's go ahead and move on to the championship match. I think we've kind of, beat this horse to death. Yeah. Now so, to beat this horse our, to death. <laughs> the Star Wars title match. Schmodown versus the Hunter Andrew Dimolanta versus the Major Thomas Harper. What do you think of this match? I was shocked that Thomas got too wrong in round one, especially with one of them being a Y-Wing question. <laughs> oh, he's going to come after you on that one. I mean, he came after himself. For that oh, one. I, ain't I ain't, I ain't touching that one. I mean, he's he even mentioned it on point of view that he was upset at himself for not getting the Y wing one right. Come up in well, by the way. Well, I'll say this: like that match was incredible. That, that steel. Was... That steel sold the game. Let me ask you this: Do you feel like Star Wars is becoming one of the best, um, best 
matches. Yeah, because you need to know everything. It's but then just again, crazy. like when we look back at the game, if Demolanta would have gotten that last question that he passed on, we would be in a tie game. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be talking about forty-one forty. We'd be talking about forty-one forty-one going into sudden death. Do you think the speed, the fast money round for Star Wars works better than the but? It it's gonna depend because we haven't seen a Star Wars match with the buzzer in a long time. I I kind of lean towards fast money because of how deep the questions are for Star Wars that it does make them have to think for a second, and it slows them down more than I think other competitors do for other uh, like matches like yeah. the singles. You don't see them have to like stop for a second, and that stopping in that that time period is not long. Yeah. Again, everyone, I'm sorry, I'm yawning. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm still tired. You you were on a for everyone's knowledge, and we already mentioned it before, but if you came in light, um, Eli is in L.A. right now. So if you want to yep. hit him up, he is trying to see the L.A. life, and he wants to meet new people. And so if you want to hit him up, he's in L.A. And, you know, that'll be fun for him. So he's tired. I was on a four-hour flight. Haven't slept since... Yeah, I've I've been up since 11 a.m. yesterday. No sleep. But you will be going to Scum and Villainy this week as well. Yeah, I plan on going to Scum and Villainy. So if anyone who's just A, a Schmodown fan, B, a fan of our show, or just in general, want to come out to Scum and Villainy and hang out, I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh, yeah. goodness. All right. So, in getting back to the match, what do you think of Andrew in this match? Andrew was very strong until round two. Even, But even then, like, Andrew was playing one of his best games. It just so happened that Thomas was just a little bit better. Well, here's the thing. That, that's, that round two, him missing that, two, that two-pointer, I think that was his most costly moment, but I think he overthought it. He mm-hmm. thought he had it, but it just, in that moment, it just didn't come to him. And that happens. And that's what makes a Star Wars match so interesting is one slip. Here's the thing. Thomas could have lost this match easily with one slip in that first, the beginning of the match. Andrew DiMolanda could have gone to sudden death because of that one slip from Thomas in the in round four. I mean, you could have had at the end that those five pointers. Those five pointers could have gotten both of them. Yeah, like ultimately, this match could have gone the other direction a number of ways, but we're just at the option of, or we're just here at the place where Thomas Harper is the new champion, and Demolanta is going to be taking a short sabbatical so that he can not get burnt out, which I understand. I understand. Once you're like playing in a division for a long time and you can't really watch the movies out of enjoyment anymore or read the books because of the enjoyment of them, you really have to just gotta take a break. I understand that. So, I understand. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say this though, and I mean, this match proved to me, and the other matches had shown t- how good Thomas is, and us interviewing him, we saw how serious he is. Thomas Harper is going to be a deadly Star Wars competitor. And you're going to see with Star Thomas Harper someone who 
is just going to get better and better and better because he's all in. He's not giving up. And I think his goal, and I hope his goal, is to beat Alex's record on defenses. Will we see a gold leader versus Thomas Harper too? I know gold leader wants it. Ooh, I, I, I actually would love to see that match. But when we talk about the tournaments, that tournament bracket is deep. Do you want to go ahead and talk about the Star Wars tournament since the first match for for predictions Let's do predi- is a Star Wars? Let's go Wars. ahead and talk predictions. Okay. Let's go ahead and do predictions and then... Um, so... Um, how about, um, go ahead and, um, I gotta mute real quick. One sec. Okay. The first match in predictions is the first round of the Star Wars tournament. It is Molly Damon versus Alex Damon. Okay. The Damons are playing against each other. Who's going to win? That is the question. I think, in my predictions, I think it's going to be Alex. Because he's been on a sabbatical. He's been able to rest up, watch the movies for fun for a little bit. Instead of being focused on, oh, i got to study everything to make sure I'm still the champion. No, now he's hungry. Now he gets to play for the title, which is probably something he's been wanting to do since a while. Is just play for the title again and not have to defend it. So I think Alex Damon's going to pick the win over Molly Damon, personally. Look at Brian Sorry about that. I was going to... Sorry, I was getting a phone call. But yes, that wow, I love that that new f- photo. It just looks so good. hundred percent. So I have Alex. Who do you have? In this match, I've gotta go with Alex. I think Molly and and I mean I hope she watches this video because I, I think Molly is just an amazing person, amazing competitor and I, I'll be interested to see how well Molly does. I think Molly is going to do better in this match than we are assuming. I'm going with Alex because it's the safe bet, but mm-hmm. I'm not putting anything past Molly. A hundred percent. Neither. No one should. I feel like Molly has been like trying to get inside Alex's head. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got uh, Brian Ness- Nessbaum. Most of the promo for this match ha- will have clips from POV. That's a hundred percent, Brian. A hundred percent. I cannot. I cannot wait to see Nerd Chronics POV exclusive um, promo for this match because, of course, because she's been talking smack about beating Alex ever since they announced the match. <laughs> I cannot wait. But here's the thing. If you are Alex, do you want to win this match and sleep on the couch? Or do you want to lose and sleep in your bed? Um, it all depends on what matters more. You're married or the title. <laughs> we'll find out on Wednesday. Oh, that's going to be such a good match. It early. I cannot wait. That's going to be such a good I match. Wait. I can't. But in saying that, let's move on to the next match. It is Brendan Meyer versus Jacoby Bancroft. We have predicted this match two other times. I don't think either of us has changed. (laughs) I'm going with Brendan Meyer. I'm going for Jacoby Bancroft. Moving on. We've already talked about why two other times. Look, my reason, because I'm good friends with Jacoby. Done. Favoritism. Done. You're choosing Brendan because he's your favorite player. 
and I want to become friends with Brendan Meyer. There you go. Done. Moving on. Mike Kalinowski versus Paul Walter Hauser. Paul Walter Hauser has played a good match in his debut. It wasn't a win, but it was a good match. And I think that loss might have fueled him to win. However, well, Mike Kalinowski is always like wishy-washy when it comes to... Ah, Brian's got Kalinowski, corruption double feature. You know, Brian, you you've you sold me. I was gonna pick Kalinowski anyway, but you sold me on the corruption double feature. Let's get a corruption double feature up in here. But like I think the experience that Kalinowski has is gonna propel him to victory, at least in my opinion. I feel like Paul has still got some newness that he needs to like get off of him that I think Kalinowski is going to be able to exploit. I am going with Mike in this match. Mike is very interesting in singles. Very interesting. Uh, oh, wait. Tomorrow is Collins versus Peggy? Excuse me? Smodown schedule? You sure, you sure, Brian? Because I just uh, checked the schedule a few minutes ago, and it wasn't showing that match. I, I, mean, oh. I might be wrong. Oh. <laughs> yes, Adam Collins and Peggy Gubbins is tomorrow. It, really? Yes. Oh, oh, I I missed that. Wow. Okay. Did you just skip an entire week of programming? No, I got excited over the photo of <laughs> Alex and Damon or the Damons, and so I just uh, Brian, thank you, honestly. Thank you so, so much. It, See, Brian Nussbaum is the um, um, the the best. man who knows everything. Yes, he is the best. So. <laughs> Adam Collins versus Peggy Gubbins. Let's start again. Let's start this predictions again. We can't. I'm not even going to edit this out. No, I'm not editing this out for the podcast. No, Adam Collins versus Peggy Gubbins. I have Adam Collins winning. Peggy, I love you so much. You're so great. But I see Adam winning. I feel like that loss against JTE just lit a fire under him. (laughs) I. Am in Are the you? same boat. I think Pe- I think I've got to go with Adam. At, but I love Pe- Peggy so much, and she's playing so good. And I'm not going to be shocked if she wins. I mean, this tournament, anything can happen. But I've got to go with Adam Collins. All right. Collins to me is playing a different game. He had a bad match, but I think Adam Collins is going to win. All right. So I'm also looking at the schedule, and it says on. September 16th on Thursday, that it's Barbarian versus Alonzo. And, oh, Leo Logan helped us out there. Thank you. Thank you so much, Leo. Thank you. So This is why I love being live. We can't help. Yeah, but then again, we probably would have eventually been corrected, like, post-show. But but on the schedule of Schmodown Live, it says Barbarian versus Alonzo Durante, Thursday, September 23rd. No, it says September sixteenth. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the. I am too. I am, right now. I am I am looking at it right now. Oh, huh. maybe I'm wrong completely. Yeah, maybe you are. <laughs> anyway, Barbarian versus Alonzo. Who do you have? <sighs> Barbarian versus Alonzo. I've got to go with Barbarian. I have to agree with you. And thank you, Leo. We'll. We'll definitely start talking about that next week. We will definitely, we'll probably, wait, Ross, I know exactly who's going to be Rookie of the Week next week. I know, right? 
<laughs> yep. Thank you so much, Leo, for telling us that. Anyway, the Ethan Irwin um, and Marisol match that is Friday, correct? Yes, that is the fully confirmed Friday. Get your ticket. No, Brendan Meyer versus Jacoby Bancroft is also Friday. But it's okay. We already gave our predictions for that one. We gave our predictions that one hundreds of times already. I know, right? But anyway, you have Barbarian over Alonzo? Yes, I have Barbarian. Barbarian, to me, needs a good match. He is a great competitor, but he's just not had the year that he wants. Mm-hmm. And so that's I'm hoping for Barbarian to win because he really needs a win. I see Barbarian beating Alonzo for the simple fact of I think that Alonzo is just Alonzo is a wild card. Barbarian has shown what he can do in the ring. I haven't seen Alonzo play in a long time. And that's and that makes me not nervous, but sort of like I don't know if he'll still have it. I think Barbarian is hungry, but we can't do anything against Alonzo. Alonzo yeah. to me is a a good player. Um, Alonzo is, yeah, he's the den, and I'm not putting anything past Kate right now. Yeah, after the Saul win and the Thomas Harper win, can't put. Anything, well, anything look at this against way. the den. Well, look at it this way: they put Alonzo in, and oh, wow, um, Alonzo. Okay, thank Alonzo you. Played was against Brendan Meyer last season. Wow, I didn't realize. So it's it was been that a year. Ago. It has been a wow. year. Alonzo has I... a lot of rust on him. Yeah, and, but... you know, we were all saying the same thing about JTE and. Look what happened with JTE, but I don't know. Like Barbarian seems to be on, no pun intended, but a warpath, a barbarian-esque but den, warpath. But the Den did put Alonzo on the team's tournament instead of but, Ben Goddard and and wow, Paul Preston. Uh, Paul Preston. Wow, I'm so sorry, I, Paul, because <laughs> he might watch this. I think the reason why you put they put besides our entire argument against Ben Garter not putting himself in the tournament. I think the reason they put Alonzo and Mark in is because they're the vets. You know how, like, whenever you put vets in a tournament, and you're like, hey, one last ride. Yeah, yeah. I, but I don't know. Brian, Brian Nesbaum, who you got for Barbarian and Alonzo? I'm curious that, what you think. Also, be- Leo. I'm curious what y'all think, too. I feel like whoever Brian picks is going to be the one that wins because almost every time he picks one, he's almost always right. <laughs> well, in saying that, let's move on to... Oh, he's got Barbarian. Yeah, see? Nice. Well, I'm I feel like Barbarian, right. too, on this one. So, the next one is Ethan Irwin versus Marisol McKee. Who you got? Okay. This is another one of those matches where it's like head versus heart. I know what this one's. This wants Marisol. This is saying Ethan. Uh, Ooh. Leo's going Erwin. I want a corruption invitational. I really do. It is time for a female champ, Brian. I do agree. It so is. But I don't know if it is time, but... It all depends on the questions. 
You know what? I th- I'm going with my heart. I'm picking Marisol to win this match. Actually, I'm going Marisol as well. We're doing it. We're getting that Marisol versus Chance match. We are getting of our first female champion. And who better than Marisol? I mean, I know a lot of people would probably oh, yeah. say Kate or Rachel, but recently Marisol has been killing it. Marisol scares me. Marisol scares me with how good she is. She keeps getting better and better every match. And here's the thing. They already filmed that match. There's already a new a new or retaining champion. We're just going to have to wait until Friday. <laughs> yeah, tell That's me That's the it. annoying thing. They already know who the champ is. They already know what's going to happen in New York. We don't. Nope. So Unless I'm Brian that- was at the cantina matches and he knows and he's just like, <laughs> I, I know who answers. <laughs> so in saying that, let's move on. These are our final two segments, and that is the Star Wars Tournament and the Teams Tournament. Star Wars Tournament starts next week. Mm-hmm. So, who let's do just you- Let's just examine this tournament first. The only one that never changed, the only match that never changed was the Damon versus Damon match. Uh, why do you think why. that is? <laughs> because Christian wants a match that he can really push. <laughs> that is very... Very true. And then right below that, the winner of Damon versus Damon will face the winner of either Nikki Demolanta or Ross Arsenault. Or as he was known in FCL, Ross from nowhere. I think we'll just look at these these. They, mm-hmm. We we already assume we're both thinking Alex Damon's gonna win against Alex versus Molly. We don't know what could happen. This Nikki versus Ross match. From I, everything I, I've heard about Ross, I have no idea how this could go. No, I mean, especially with Nikki. Nikki is playing a a really good game, a mm-hmm. really good game. What and it's sort it of, ha- when you look at it, it's sort of Andrew DeMolanta versus Thomas Harper. Because it's a DeMolanta it- versus a Den Man. Oh. Wow, you're... Oh, you're going Joseph over Gold Leader. Oh, wow. that's interesting. See, I don't know. I don't know if I would go with Scrimshaw. Not because I don't think he's good, because Scrimshaw is amazing when uh-huh. he's here, but he just hasn't been around. The last time he played was when he got. Did Ace beat him, or did Andrew Ace, beat him? Ace, no, Ace. Didn't. Yeah, when, I think that was the Ace, Ace match when Ace beat him in the tournament. And so now we're back to that, and we could see another rookie beat Scrimshaw. I, I don't know. On this one... Oh, he lost Andrew in round one. Okay. 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 Thank Brian, you so much, what, Brian. I'm where, so where glad we have you been in our lives. <laughs> like, honestly, this is amazing. Thank you. Oh, also, uh, Leo Logan, I have Alex versus Gold Leader in the finals. Ooh, Ooh that would be a good finals. I can't, you can't disagree with that. It. No, but at the same right. time, maybe Alex versus Laura. Yeah, a rematch. I, we could get or, we look. We could get a rematch. Look, we could get like um three rematches, depending. We could get Alex versus Laura Kelly rematch. Molly versus Laura rematch. Alex versus Scrimshaw rematch. 
Man, this is going to be intense tournament. Because, all right, on the other side, you got Laura versus Eric Whiteley and Joseph Crenshaw versus Gold Leader. Nothing I really. Nothing against Eric Whiteley, but I feel like that's a little obvious because I don't know how he's been training. I don't know his training regimen. So this one just seems obvious to me that it's going to be a Laura match. Hey, remember, Eric's also working with Andrew. I know. Hence why I'm like, Sorry. I don't know. It, just looking at it, surface level is obvious it's going to be Laura. Not surface level, I have no idea. I Where I'm thinking is you're going to have a Laura Kelly versus Gold Leader. And that match, oh, man. It, yeah, yeah, Eric really mm-hmm. can't take a, get a break. The, yeah. I don't think any of these tur- this, these tournament matches you're getting a break. All of these tournament matches, in my opinion, are going to be worthy of like maybe less so um, Laura Kelly versus Eric Whiteley. Again, nothing against Eric. I feel like all of his fans are going to come after me now. <laughs> but I feel like it's just one of those things where that's the one match that doesn't feel like it could be a number one contender match or a title match. Well, as the other one, well, maybe less so Nikki DeMolanta and Ross because we just don't know about mm-hmm. Ross. Ross is the unknown factor. But, like, if you get Alex versus Molly, title match. Joseph versus Gold Leader, number one contender match. Alex versus Laura, title match. Molly versus Laura, title match. Molly versus Scrimshaw, title match. Molly versus Gold Leader, title match. Nikki versus Laura, title match. Like, so many of these matches could be title matches or number one contenders matches that it's going to be hard to determine who's going to win. Well... And saying that, let's go ahead and move on to the our the, the next one, which is the teams tournament, which should be fun. All right, so we're gonna have Danger Zone. We all know Danger Zone. Brian, Leo, da- we've got to know your your thoughts on these matches. Like, yes. go ahead and put in the chat, like, what who you think for Danger Zone, Untouchables, Pressure Room, the the Old Guard, Deception, Chaos Theory, Final Exam, King Arthur. I am so curious your thoughts on these. So, Dan and. Ben versus Paige and Drew. I feel like there is a possibility that the Untouchables could pull this win for the simple fact of Drew McWaney is one of the best teams players of all time. If I'm going to put this match, actually, I think so. Oh, okay. So Leah's got Danger Zone versus Final Exam. I can see it. Are my finals. I I can easily see it. But Though is it I weird see, to say? I see press room getting getting there to the finals. Or over Danger Zone? Yes. We've oh, seen how wow. Danger Zone's been playing. Oh. Deception versus Old Guard. Really? That's an interesting pull. I wouldn't have gone that route, but No, I would never have gone Old Guard. But Old Guard's honestly, literally the last one on my brain. But here's the thing. I'm not going to say Brian's off on this. Because Old Guard could come back to bite us. Old Guard could be like the sneaky team that's like, oh, look how good they are. And everyone's like, holy crap, they're good. Yeah. I ugh. I think if I'm going to go for the finals. That's I'm true. Going... King Arthur could be a sleeper team. We yeah. can't forget about King uh, Arthur. It's King Con and and Griffey Nooms. Yeah. If That's I'm a dangerous this... thing. Can we, oh my goodness, can we get a press room versus King Arthur? 
Oh, that'd be cool. I feel like any match in this tournament is possible. If I'm going, I'm going to have my safe bet and my crazy bet. Okay, my safe, safe bet? bet is Danger Zone versus Deception. That's my safe bet. That's the safe bet. I thought the safe, the safe bet, bet would have been Danger Zone versus Final Exam. No, I, I feel Deception is just. I, I think Collins and Marisol together. I I just am. They're both playing well, even though their last match wasn't a win. Mm-hmm. I just feel Deception's doing very well. So the safe it's... bet is that one. You want to know my crazy one? Give it to me. Untouchables versus Chaos Theory. Give. Let's go. Let's <laughs> That's go. That's my crazy bet. Give Jacoby and Nick some love. I think Chaos Theory... I don't know. We got some mat- rematches and teams for, yep. for Ben versus Paige part two, Jacoby versus Adam and Marisol part two and Lon versus Khan part two. Oh goodness. There are so many. Look, Jacoby is playing a handicap match rematch. Just a new I, partner. I'm surprised. I, mm. I'm surprised that, um, hold on. I'm looking at all the teams. Never mind. I was gonna say I'm surprised um, corruption's not in it. And I was like, no, they're probably like, no, it's, it's give deception the time. Same. No, for, I'm happy they're not. I'm, because I, I remember, I, think... I remember when midterms was the team for swag, and then they did entire final exam did the entire thing of oh no we're gonna sorry that's that's me, um fire stuff, um I remember when final exam made the thing like no we're going into the tournament but my brain was like. But midterms is in the tournament. Why? How are you getting into the tournament? And then this happened. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I in saying that, let's go ahead and start closing out for the for the night. I yeah. Honestly, first off, everyone who's been commenting and thank thank you. Honestly, just thank you from everything that we like. Brian Nesbaum and Leo Logan and J- Jake Berlin. Thank y'all for commenting. We are going to keep doing this. We love, I actually really like the live atmosphere. I like being able to talk to people. And yeah. I'm going to try to do, I'm going to try to do live for the Schmodown matches this week because I have time to where I can. We're also going to go live next week for Into the Schmodown Galaxy episode. What episode? Will 34? Be next week? 34. 34. Yeah. We're in the 30s now. We're almost to the 40s. <laughs> We're almost old. We're almost <laughs> in our 40s. Anyway, but yeah, we're going to go live next week. I'm going to try to do live reactions. And yeah, if there's anything else, I think it's time to close out the show. Luke, where, they, and you where can they sleep. find us? Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I'm probably going to watch the wrestling and make myself suffer. But then again, the wrestling may put me to sleep. Well, it, in saying that, if y'all would please like and comment on this video... I follow anything Galaxy Geeks channel. Um, we are going to be doing a trailer reaction for the new Hawkeye show. Me and my wife will be doing that here in the next couple minutes. So we'll be uploading that tonight. And Our, if you want to see for, my reaction for it, you can go over to the Mr. Elon Mac YouTube channel where I post some of my own reactions. So if you want to see my reaction to the Hawkeye trailer, you can sort of tell I'm a little in and out. Um, just go over to on YouTube. Uh, how it sounds, 
Eli, you do not need to go to the Scum and Villainy tonight. I am definitely not going to Scum and Villainy tonight. This is going to be relaxed day, relax night now. They got sandwiches downstairs. I can I can grab a sandwich for dinner. <laughs> or you could order order a pizza. I mean, there is a pizza place that's very close by. So is a subway. They got so, a subway and a pizza place nearby. Anyway, sorry about that. No, you're good. So I'm saying that, everyone, thank y'all for watching. If you would, please like, comment, and subscribe to the channel, and we will see y'all later. Hope you all have a great rest of the day.